Thank you for listening, and we hope this message will strengthen and help you in your walk with God. So, let's um, open our Bibles up to Jeremiah. I think I want to go to 37. And I want to I say this. If you are taking, and I'm not talking about this tonight. At least I don't think I am. <laughs> Who knows? God knows. If you're taking the care of finances, it's becoming a snare to you. When you take cares, it's a snare. But the Word of God does say that he will deliver us from the snare of the fowler. He will take us out of that. But when you give place or you give thought or you allow that to drive you or you think about it or you worry about it, then you've got to care and you're entering into a snare. And so I'm just letting you know, get that care off of you because it's not your care. It belongs to our Heavenly Father. And I guarantee you, He's not worried about it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I can guarantee you he's not sweating it. But I just see the enemy painting a picture over finances. Putting that picture before us. Because when he does that, it's there to get you in a snare. To get you in a trap. In your own soul. Where does the enemy work? In our souls. So he comes to put you in a trap so that he can stop what God has for you. It stops the blessing from working. And that's why, you know, Proverbs says we got to guard our hearts, got to guard our minds. We've got to get ourselves into that place that we are protecting our souls You know, it's much easier not to get in the trap than it is to get out, right? To get that mind to switch and change the way God wants us to think and change. And, of course, that only happens by the word. But let's get get it taken care of before it gets into a snare. Let's deal with it so that we don't have to get ourselves and it takes us longer. Sometimes we wonder why it takes us longer to come out of something. It's because we've been snared in our, snow, in our souls. We put, our, we, we put ourselves under that pressure. We put ourselves, you know, in that place and get our eyes off of what God has for us, what God has said about us, and we take it and we look. I'm sure none of you do this. You look at the finances and you're wondering... Some people, how are they going to stretch? How are they, how are they going to meet the need? What did the word say? God said, who's going to meet our need? He is. He's going to take care of us. And so the snare comes when we start looking at the finances or we start looking at that situation. Automatically, we're taking a care, and we don't see the net coming down on us. We don't see that net that we're about to get entangled in because you can't see the net. You can't see the entanglement. You can't see the snare. You know, how does a bear get in a bear trap? 
The hunter sets it out there, right? He disguises it. He hides it. You know how many bear I've caught. <laughs> so I'm talking, you know, because I know exactly what I'm talking about. But I have seen it, you know, where the, the hunter hides that bear trap so that the bear doesn't so that the bear doesn't see it so he can get him in the trap, right? That's the purpose of a bear tra trap is to catch the bear. Well, that's what the enemy has. He wants to catch us in our souls. He wants us to have a snare to where the net comes down and we're in it and we can't get out. Until we are believing such a lie, we become overwhelmed. And then we're in the trap and we can't get out of it. We can get out of it. Boy, does it take a lot longer. And there's a lot more pain in it. I saw a documentary one time where a man got his foot caught in a trap. And, and that man was in pain. And it took a long time to heal because those things go in deep. Well, that's what happens to our soul. That's what happens when we get into the trap. And I'm, I'm on finances right now, but you can take it with healing. You can take it with anything. But if we can get so focused on finances, if we can get so focused in that, in our soul, I'm telling you, it's going to stop you from what God has. And we are the hindrance to the blessing. We just have to understand that. It's not God. God's not holding back. We don't give. We give in faith, right? We release our tithes. We release our offerings. We release that in faith. And, you know, we're in church and we're releasing that. And, you know, we're praying and we're believing. But it's when we're alone and when we're looking at things and we try to figure it out. You know, um, the last couple of months, we have had to set ourselves in that place. And God is supernaturally, I, God amazes me. But, you know, we had in, in the month of June, $4,000 extra we had to spend. I don't know if anybody has an extra 4000 But that was not a convenient. <laughs> that was not like... Glory to God, we've got this stashed over here. Hallelujah. You know, and, and I do the finances. And I had to resist looking and trying to figure it out. I had to resist. We had to buy, um, what was that machine we had to buy? Oh, the water softener. Every woman longs to have a water softener in their home. And, you know, you fast and you pray and you believe God for a water softener. I'm not believing God for a water softener. And so, you know, we've had three years. This is not even in my notes. <laughs> but you're getting it. This is the way I'm going right now. So, you know, here we are in that place that three years we have this problem in our uh, water system and we're getting blessed you know with uh, showers with beautiful colors of green coming down so lovely 
It's just what you want when you're taking a shower and you have these beautiful things coming. And you look in your, your shower, your bathtub, and it's all got this beautiful blue sand in it. And you just think, I just showered. So fun. So three years, pastor has tried to figure it out. We've had, I don't know how much money spent on plumbers. Having the plumbers come in, nobody being able to figure it out, nobody knowing what to do, and it's been a very interesting three years. And so in June, we had the plumbers come again, and they, they said it's our water softener, which we had fixed, worked on uh, several times. Hot water heaters replaced several times. I mean, we've had fun. And it's like, it's just money, right? And I'm getting there. <laughs> and so, you know, we come to June and we've spent all this money and the guy says, you need a new water, cyst, uh, new water softener. This is going to fix your deal. And he said, it's $3,100. I went, $3,100. But you know, when you're desperate and you're tired of taking a bath with the blue crystals... <laughs> You'll do anything. <laughs> and so, you know, at first I said, well, let's pray about it and let's think about it. And then I sat there a couple hours later and he was thinking, I said, let's just do this. I don't really care. We got to have change in the water system. You know, there's got to be something that we can do. Well, then we agreed to do that and then the dishwasher went out. You know, nothing ever is going to go out. They can't do it separate months, separate times. It all has to come in. And so there was another big bill that we had to pay to get a dishwasher in. And I am calculating the money. And I'm just like, I know I've got insurance coming up. I know what's coming. And in my natural mind, the care started to try. It wanted to stag me and stop my faith. It wanted to get in there. And so I had a decision to make. I'm either going to trust God and I'm going to let him work it out or I'm going to get entrapped in my soul and I'm going to stop what God has. So I just let it go. I thought, I don't care. This is not my problem. God is my provider. God will make a way. Now, I didn't go out and go crazy on anything, but... You walk in wisdom. And God supernaturally, I'm telling you, we haven't missed a beat. We paid it in cash. Amen. All of it. Amen. Paid for. And we paid the big insurance bill. Paid for. And we still have money in the bank. And I'm just like, how did that work? You know, in your natural head, you can't figure those things out. But if I had let the snare come into my life and tried to figure it out or said to him, go get a job, <laughs> go get a real job. <laughs> go get another job. Go do something. Or just try to figure it out in my own natural mind. Where would I be? But I trusted, we trusted the Lord Took, took care of the soul because we know what to do. See, all of you really know what to do. 
If you've been in this house any length of time, you know what to do. You've been well taught. I just want you all to know. (laughs) You've been well taught. And you've been taught truth and you've been taught the word. It's what we do with it that makes the difference. It's how we look at it that makes the difference. It's how we process it in our soul. Because we're all going to have circumstances and situations in our life. And the enemy is going to try to come in and pressure. He's going to try to get you into a trap that says to you, this time, there's no way out. This time, you're in trouble. This time, this time. The word has worked all this other time, but this time it doesn't work. What makes us think that the word is limited? What makes us think that what worked before isn't going to work again? Don't sit there with halos on your head. I know how you think. We're people. And I'm just telling you by the word of the Lord, that care is is causing a snare in your soul and limiting what God can do for you. Amen? Amen. It's limiting the Holy One of Israel because God wants to fulfill His Word. God wants to fulfill His promises. God wants to bring into your life what He said. And He has never been moved by economy. He has never been... And we all know, we're looking at the gas pumps. We look at... Go to the grocery store. Food has tripled or more than that. You know, it's gone up. Things are crazy. But the Word doesn't say, oh, I forgot. If the economy is way up and it's, you know, over your head, then the Word won't work. That's crazy. But we'll think it, maybe put it in a different form or put it in a different fashion. Right? And therefore, that care will start to work on us. That care will get into our heart. Our, that care will get in and we'll begin to tighten up in the wrong places. Instead of listening to the Holy Ghost. You know, sometimes we'll, we'll stop on our tithing or well, people stop on their tithing. People stop on their giving. Man, I, that's when I want to give. That's when I want to make sure I've got my tithe in. That's when I want to check. I did tithe, didn't I? Of course, it's all automatic with us. We don't think about it. I'm not trying to find a way not to tithe. I mean, that would be dumb. (laughs) I am looking at a way to be able to give more. And do you know, our giving is up this year. And all that we've been through, we have just declared no. No, I don't care. Why? Because I don't want in that snare. I don't want that in my heart, and I don't want that in my mind. Because then I'm going to limit God to what he wants to do. 
He's already prepared blessings for us. He's already prepared a way out for us. He's already made the way from the foundation of the world. Before you are ever in the place that you have been in, God has already provided for you. He's already made a way for you, but we limit on what we can do. We limit on what we know. When the answer is always in the word. I'm telling you, this is coming straight because <laughs> I did not prepare for this tonight. But God wants us free in our souls so that he can do what he said he would do. So he can get us into that mindset, into that place that no matter what come our way, our total trust is in him. Our total mindset is on what the word says so that when the enemy comes in to bring a trap or set a trap or bring something into our souls, we already have a defense mechanism that says no. A defense mechanism that rises up. And what is that defense mechanism? The word. That it rises up and says, re-look at that. Rises up and said, oh, you're not thinking right. Don't allow that in. Am I helping somebody tonight? So to keep us from the snares and from the lies... We literally have to put that guard on our hearts. Yes, reality was, you know, reality is. Okay, the facts are we had 4000 extra dollars in June. That's a fact. Nothing could change that. It, by the way, it did fix the problem. The problem is now fixed. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. There is no more blue sand in our bathtub and in our shower and in my hair, and I'm very thankful. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm surprised y'all didn't come up and say, what's that blue stuff in your hair? <laughs> but I'm saying to you, the enemy is trying to snare us. And I don't know what's coming. I don't know what the days ahead are going to look like. If they get worse, and they could get worse than where we are right now. But that doesn't change the word. That's what we have to get down in our soul. We have to get that so strong in us, no matter what the economy does, no no matter what our president does, no matter what Congress does, no matter what happens, our focus is on the Word. And this has to be true today like never before. We have to be in that place and know that, you know, God's timing is perfect and no matter what He has, He knows how to get it to you. We have to know that in our hearts. He knows how to get it to us. He is, you've heard this, but I'm going to say it again. He is not dependent on your cotton-picking job. And we ought to say, thank God. 
Because <laughs> his dividends are much higher than ours. And if you're focused on your job, you're in a snare. Let me just tell you that, and I think I'll say it again. If you are focused on your job, and if you think that job is your source, you just cut off God. I'm just being honest with you. This is the mindsets we have to change. Because we live with things so long, we think it's acceptable. We think because that's the only way, because that's the way the world lives. That's the way they teach you to live. But we live in a different kingdom. And that's what we have to focus on, is the kingdom of God. And we have to understand that God is a multiplier, not a subtractor. <laughs> Some people, when they tithe, they think, whoa, that just subtracted my account. Or if they give a seed, oh, that just subtracted my account. Well, yeah, it's going to take money out of your account. But if you're just looking at that and not looking at the kingdom of God where you just sold your finances, then you just limited yourself. Do you understand that? But getting that over into our brains and getting us into the place that we no longer take that care and let that care work on our souls, I'm telling you, we're going to start coming in freedom and we're going to start having testimonies of the goodness of God. We sing about the goodness of God. We sing about these great songs, what God is doing, but do we really believe it? Do we really believe what God is saying to us? So just ask yourself. You don't have to raise your hand or give me an answer. Where is your dependency really? And don't sit there and say, well, it's on God. Ask yourself seriously. He will show you. Because I'm saying that to you because if you'll deal with it, then you can shift. You can change and go, oh, I was counting on my job. I was counting on what I could see. I was looking at that. Lord, I repent of doing that and looking at where my finances are instead of looking into the kingdom of God and drawing from that. Isn't that what Matthew 6 says? We're to lay up treasures in heaven. Right? Yes. Why? Because moth and rust, they don't eat it. I mean, we never know what the stock market's going to do. So if our faith is in the stock market, we're in trouble. Or some other system. Our faith has to be in our covenant rights. Our faith has to be in God as our provider. When you look at the word of God and you look and see what he wants to do for the people, it never made a difference in hard times. Isaac sowed in famine, didn't he? Amen. It doesn't say he sowed in prosperity, right? The land was in famine, which means it was affecting every person around Isaac. All of the Philistines, all of the people... 
that were not under the covering of Isaac were affected by the famine. I'm just saying the world today will be effective, but it's not to affect believers. Do we understand that? And so Isaac looked around, drought, really no reason to sow, no reason to do anything, but he made a decision. Ha, huh, I remember when my father Abraham laid hands on me, and I remember that he said we were blessed. And I watched Abraham as a young boy. I watched my dad prosper. I watched my dad trust the Lord in every situation. I watched what he did, and he was a blessed man. And Isaac said, I know when the Lord said to me that I was under that blessing, that I am to live under that blessing. So this land may look like famine, but I am going to sow my seed in that land, and I'm going to believe that it's going to come up. And what happened to it? It had a hundredfold right there in that land that people, the Philistines envied him. Why? Because the blessing was at work. The blessing works in famine. The blessing works no matter what the outer conditions are. The blessing is in 100% at work. We just have to shift our mindset. We have to shift our thinking. We have to shift it into that zone that we are totally trusting God. I'm telling you, I'm just seeing some minds right now just wanting to break through that, get over into that place. And that's what I feel like the Lord wants to do tonight is shift your thinking. Is come in there and shift your thinking, <laughs> you know, change that thinking into that place. Look, God is so ready to pour his blessing out on his people. He is so ready to do things for his people, but he's looking for them to look to him completely. And not try to figure it out. He's trying to get you out of that snare tonight. He's trying to get you out of that place. So that you believe God. That that inheritance is yours. That it belongs to you. And let him surprise you where it comes from. Somebody could show up at your door with exactly what you need. And we have had that happen many times through the years. Go to the door. There's $500 for you. 
Are you waiting for that? <laughs> Are you looking for it? It doesn't matter how he does it. He can do it if our dependency and our trust and if we can get that snare out of our souls, if we can get that care out of our hearts, if we can get into the place that believes and says, oh, my goodness, he just wants to bless me. Just like pastor is always saying, I have the favor of God. What am I wearing? You all respond, the favor of God. What have we said? What has he said for years? Favor, favor, favor goes before you. Favor makes a way. We got to believe that. Well, we got to wear the blessing just like we wear favor. That means money's attracted to us. Things are attracted to us. People want to do that for us. Joan, people want to do that for you. You're a blessing. Therefore, you have many returns coming. But you got to get it in your soul. You got to get it down into that place that you believe God wants to do that for you. He doesn't want you left out. You're faithful. He said, if you're faithful, you abound. And you have to believe that you abound with blessings. You have to believe that you abound. You have to believe that you abound with blessings. I see a cracking coming in you to crack that. That you believe that you are abounding in blessings. Come on, you can take this. There's an anointing on that word. Right there, there was an anointing on that word for us to receive it. But you've got to reach out and take it. You've got to believe in your heart and not doubt. And he wants you to abound in blessings. We've got to get out of this place of the limit. There are souls that need to come into the kingdom. And God needs us to prosper. There are souls that are right now going to hell. And he needs the church to wake up and prosper. It takes money to win souls. And so we have to abound with the blessing. We have to abound with the blessing, not with our jobs, with the blessing. So it's got to crack our shells, crack our thinking crack through the hardness that we don't even know we have, where the cares have come in and put us in such a snare that it's hard for us to believe that he wants to do it for us. That's the cracking of the shell.
That's getting us in that place that we really begin to receive. It's the Father's goodwill to give us the kingdom. So he's handed it to us. And we're like, is this real? Could this really be for me? What do we associate that with? Where we came from, what we've lived through, what we've gone through. And it holds us in a place. And that's exactly where the devil wants us. In a place of confinement. So confined. And then... If you start to prosper a little, well, you need to feel guilty about that. He does it. You know it. And he's, he's an enemy. And he's going to try to get you where he can. And whatever he needs to do to put you in a snare... He will do it. Because he does not want the expansion of the kingdom of God. That's why I came up here and prayed like I prayed. I didn't have any intention of that. I told you all to open up to Jeremiah 37. Well, guess what? We're not going there. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because God is breaking something now. I can feel it so strong in my spirit. He's breaking that off of us, off of our souls, that we get free to receive. Free to receive. Free to receive. Free to receive. It is okay to receive the blessing. Thank you for listening today. We believe God's Word is what will sustain us in any situation in our lives. For more information, please visit us at familywc.org or you can download the app. Look for us as FWC Como. Until the next time, remember, you are God's best.